0: Overcoming life obstacles Praise God, the promises of God are to the overcomer And you know, Jesus died at Calvary That we might overcome every lawless deed by his grace You're listening to um, Abiding Life Ministries, Jerry McGee And we're on the first and the third Tuesdays of each month From 6 to 8 p.m. We hope you'll invite people to listen in And uh, if you want prayer at the end of the message If you'll call 646-595-4784 And don't forget to press 1 I'll be happy to pray for you And uh, tonight I'll be sharing On why we need understanding Basically it's a necessary ingredient to victory Uh, Understanding is the truth that sets me free That's why I need it The scripture says if I abide in his word I'm truly his disciple, and I'll know the truth, and the truth will set me free. Job asked this question, you know, wisdom and understanding and discretion and knowledge um, and discernment are all words that go together. Uh, understanding encompasses all of those words. You can't have one of them without having all of them. And uh, Job asked this question in Job 28, and I I recommend, I'm not going to read all of Job 28, but I re- I recommend that you Read the whole uh, passage The whole chapter of Job 28 But Job asked a question Where is Wisdom and then I'm going to Start here on uh, verse 7 it says the path Speaking of the path of Wisdom "No no bird of Prey knows now birds of Prey are types and shadows in The Old Testament you know the Old Testament Is full of types and shadows everything That's in the Old Testament you'll find In the New Testament but uh, the birds of prey is a type and shadow of the powers of darkness. And I can illustrate that by saying in, in Matthew 13, in Luke uh, 8, and in, in Mark chapter 4, it talks about the parable of the sower, how when the seed, the seed of the word is, is uh, spread, the birds come, and then Jesus explains that parable to the disciples, that the birds are Satan that steals the word. And so birds of prey be to the field are all types and shadows of the powers of darkness. But it says the path of wisdom, no bird of prey knows. In other words, no demon even knows that path. Nor has the falcon's eye caught sight of it. The proud beast have not trodden it. Nor has, it, has the fierce lion passed over it. And, of course, the fierce lion is a type of Satan. In other words, they don't know the path of wisdom. He puts his hand on the flint. He overturns the mountain at its base. He hews out channels through the rocks, and his eye sees anything precious. He dims up the streams from flowing, and what is hidden he brings it out to light. And you know the Bible says everything hidden in darkness will be brought to the light. Sometimes we wonder why evil people don't get caught. They will. Everything they're doing in, in darkness the scripture says, will be brought to the light. It says, but where can wisdom be found? Job asks this question. And where is the place of understanding? Man does not know its value, nor is it found in the land of the living. The deep says it's not with me, and the sea says it's not with me. Pure gold cannot be given in exchange for it, nor can silver be weighted at its price. It cannot be valued in the gold of ophir, nor in precious onyx or sapphire. Gold or glass cannot equal it, nor can it be exchanged for articles of fine gold. Coral and crystal are not to be found in it, not to be mentioned. And the acquisition of wisdom is above that of pearls. The topaz of Ethiopia cannot Equal it nor can it Be valued in pure gold Where then does wisdom Come from and where Is the place of understanding Thus it is hidden from the Eyes of all living And concealed from the birds Of the sky Abaddon and death Say with our ears We've heard a report of it Now that's the devil and the demons God understands its way And he knows its place and because he's the one that gives it. For he looks to the ends of the earth and sees everything under the heavens. When he imparted weight to the wind and meted out the waters by measure. When he set a limit for the rain and a course for the thunderbolt. In other words, it can't go out of any bounds other than what he has it to go in that direction. Then he said and declared it. He established it and also searched it out. And to man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, this that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. In other words, the devil and his demons do not know the path of wisdom. It really ties in with the highway of holiness in Isaiah chapter 35 where it says there's a highway of holiness. And then it, um, it says that, that no lion, which is the devil, no, no fool can walk there. We know there's a lot of fools in this world. And no unclean can walk that way. And so being on the highway of holiness is a picture of our life being totally yielded 100% to the Lord, uh, to be totally committed to him. And being on the highway of holiness, Proverbs says, that the highway of the upright is to depart from evil. So for us to be on the highway of holiness, we have to continually be departing from evil. And that's, how many of you know that is a process? As you walk, the scripture tells us to walk in the spirit and will not fulfill the the lust of the flesh. Walking in the spirit is walking on the highway of holiness. And when we do that, we'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The scripture goes on and. In Galatians 5.19, it says that if we practice the deeds of the flesh, we'll not inherit the kingdom of God. And we need understanding to discern the times that we're living in. Jesus said in Luke 21.34, be on guard that your hearts may not be weighted down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of life and that that day come on you suddenly like a trap. So he's telling us to be sober in these days because the day of the Lord is when the Lord returns. And when he returns, don't be be weighted down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of life that that day come upon you like a trap. Now, drunkenness, we can be drunk on food. I've been drunk on food many, many times. I thank God that God has delivered me to the place where I don't get drunk on food. It makes you miserable. But you can be drunk on drugs. A big percentage of people are taking so many drugs. The side effects, every side effect is another disease. Taking so many drugs um, that they don't know what town they're in. Usually when they're even younger than me, even when uh, when by the time they're 80, if they make it that long, uh, they don't even know what town they're in because of all of the drugs that people take. And then there's the alcohol. You can be drunk, drunk on alcohol. And then there's a spiritual drunk, drunkenness that's permeating the church. Um, and it comes in through giving God lip service. That means uh, saying I'm a believer in the Lord, but not no fruit in my life, no, no, um, no repentance, no word, no fruit. Uh, I just give God lip service. In other words, I just pretend that I love God, but I really don't. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. But that spiritual drunkenness is permeating the church. I've seen people so drunk in the spirit that they could not even stand up. And it says in Isaiah 29, they became drunk but not with wine. Um, and then it says, God says, and I'm just paraphrasing because I'm not reading it. Um, it says, give it, give this book, the Bible, to, to a person that's literate. One has, has has all of his book learning, and he'll say, I can't read it. And you give it to the one whose illiterate, had written, he'll say he can't read it. And it says, because their reverence for me consists of rote. In other words, they're just pretending. And because they give me lip service, God turns them over to a spirit of sleep or a spirit of stupor or a spirit of drunkenness. And there's a whole teaching on that. Uh, if you go on uh, to uh, Dorothy Carruthers' uh, blog talk radio site or even YouTube.com, you can find a spirit of sleep or a spirit of stupor. And I believe it, we taught this last time. I'm not quite sure. Weeks pass so fast. And so it says, don't be weighted down with this, this dissipation and drunkenness. Now, um, I've written a little book called Drunkenness, Is It a Blessing or Curse? And you can order it online. And basically, I go through all the scriptures on drunk, drunken, sober, alert, uh, drunkenness. Uh, and show you there's not one scripture that validates that, that that drunkenness thing that you see. Actually, the scripture says in Hosea chapter 4, harlotry, meaning spiritual adultery, wine and new wine, take away the understanding. It also says in Hosea 4, the people without understanding are ruined. And so harlotry is spiritual adultery. And we we, we know what physical adultery is. It's when a person that is married and has sex with someone outside of marriage. But harlotry is when we get we say we believe in Jesus, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and our heart goes after other lovers. And, you know, the Scripture says Jesus will be our bridegroom. And so when, we, when our heart goes after another lover, we commit spiritual adultery against our bridegroom Jesus. And you don't have to go to one of these drunkenness, so-called drunkenness revivals to get drunk you can be in the baptist church and giving god lip service and you're spiritually drunk in fact i remember a time when there was a particular man that uh, some satanists were were, um, this person was in the ministry and some satanists stopped a girl who would come out of satanism on the uh, freeway and say well we know about her husband that he is a drunk well i i knew this husband not to be a person who ever took a drink, but he was a spiritual drunken person because he just gave God lip service. And so I want to ask you a question. Are you giving God service or is Jesus the Lord and master of your life? I'm not talking about being a perfect person because it's just only Jesus is perfect. We're all a work in progress. But what I'm saying, are you constantly being changed from glory to glory? Every day we live, we should be getting better and better and better and being changed from glory to glory. If you ever go the other way, you really backslid. And then in uh, Romans 1, it says that God gives you over to a reprobate mind or dementia, and you can also have dementia from taking too many drugs. Dementia and um, and also um, a spirit of a reprobate mind, which are depraved mind, one Translation says Which is one of the roots to Alzheimer's uh, And dementia And uh, I believe all of us can agree We're living in times of the, of uh, Terrible times Politically, econo- economically Spiritually Never before have I seen Such evil in any one country You know there was a time when there was a Democratic party, Republican party And it still is But no longer can you even say you're a Republican Or a Democrat, you better say Uh, You're a patriot versus a globalist Because many, many of these people are globalists Trying to steal the sovereignty of America And that's why there's such a war against our president Is because he's not a globalist, he's a nationalist And he wants to restore America And they want to destroy it to bring us into a one world government But praise God, he has given us a reprieve And regardless of what you think of our president You need to pray for him Pray that God gives him wisdom. Pray that God lets him hear his voice behind him saying, This is the way, walk in it. And so praise the Lord. But so we're living in times politically, economically, trillions of dollars, this country's in debt. Spiritually, what calls itself Body of Christ is being taken in by every wind of doctrine. <clears throat> there are many things going on today in the name of revival. And I've been many, many places, not every place, but I've been to the vineyards I've been to Toronto I've been to uh, Pensacola I've been to Korea To Paul young Cho's church I've been many many places Looking for God And I can tell you um, I've not found many places That are teaching the word of God Or uh, repentance or the word Or holiness or righteousness You know the Bible says Without holiness no man will see God And if you don't have understanding you'll be taken in by all of that stuff and i remember i went to one place out in california and um i would try to join the prayer teams out there i was looking for i was looking for the lord i try to join those prayer teams out there and i could just feel people going inside not outwardly <sighs> Have you ever been around a person a people and you just feel them you can just feel the rejection of them drawing back in their spirit and I wondered what that was, and later I heard one of these false prophets say that uh, he saw blue light on people's heads, and so then I realized the reason they were rejecting me is I didn't have that blue light. I've been other places um, where uh, I remember one time I went to Chicago to hear this man who supposedly had was in some jungle setting, and there had been thousands of people saved, and and um, Anyway, the temperature was so hot that he had to wear a hat all the time because if you're in really, really hot weather, 120, 130 degrees, I don't remember how hot it was, but it was really hot. He was pasty white. And I remember my granddaddy, who um, he used to be a farmer, and he wore a hat all the time. And where he, where he wore that hat, there was a crease around his head where, there was a, a, where he wore a hat. Well, this man obviously was fake. Um, I counted how many times he referred to I me mean, my uh, It was over 200 times in 30 minutes or 45 minutes message And so I immediately realized that this man was a, a phony And so I agree with the word of God that any doctrine that doesn't That leaves out repentance Crucifying the flesh is another gospel and another Jesus And every time you and I crucify our flesh, we experience revival. Every time you make Jesus the Lord and master of your life, you experience revival and change. And so-called believers are following after uh, the glory. I I know. I remember seeing on the Internet, um, uh, this man was advertising, come and get the glory. Can I tell you, you can't get the glory anywhere but from Jesus. You can't get it from some man. You can't get it from anybody laying hands on you. It comes from God. The the more you repent, the more you sanctify your life to the Lord, the more glory that will be in your life. And the body of Christ has has believed lying doctrines about the rapture, about once saved, always saved, and then saved, lost, saved, lost. Every time you, you, you sin, you're lost. Those doctrines. Are not correct the Bible says that you're Saved you're being saved and you'll ultimately Be saved and I think we can all agree The way you walk proves what you're walking After these people that say They loved they accepted the Lord But it told them God I can Tell you they need to get saved And you know when I first got saved I I thought that maybe I did God a favor because I was a quote good girl And the more I've Walked with God this 56 years The more I wonder why in the world He even saved me because the closer I get to him, the more I see how far I, how far short I fall. We need understanding to survive in the days we're living in. Discernment, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, discretion, and prudence are all words that go together. And of course, if we don't have discern uh, discernment, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, discretion, prudence, we have just the opposite. We have sleep, drunkenness, stupor. Um, sluggard, laziness, uh, all of those things. No foolishness. Discernment is the power or faculty of the mind by which it distinguishes one from the other. It's the acuteness of judgment. Wisdom is right judgment concerning religious and moral truth, uh, true religion, godliness, and piety. Uh, it's reverence for the supreme being and love of his character. It's the knowledge and fear of God and sincere and uniform obedience to his commands. Discretion is the quality of being discreet, Prudence, You know, the proverb says a prudent man sees the evil and he hides himself. In other words, he's walking along and he sees evil up ahead, and so he takes a different direction. But it says a fool will go on and suffer for it. And so uh, a person that has discretion has prudence, the discernment which enables a person to critically um, evaluate what's correct and what's proper. A knowledge is learning. It's the illumination of the mind. It's a clear, underst- a clear and certain word of God. Understanding encompasses all, them, all of these things, and you can't have one without having the other. Understanding is the opposite of folly. The scripture says in Proverbs, forsake your folly and live and proceed in the way of understanding. A good way to illustrate folly is if I overeat, I get fat until so my folly disciplines me. If I go out and charge up my credit card, then I've got the burden of all this credit uh, resting on my head. And so that folly disciplines me. My son lived a homosexual lifestyle and praise God he's in heaven. But his folly, he got HIV and he died of AIDS in 1989. Three days past his 25th birthday, his folly, which was sexual sin, disciplined him. Um, I was listening to uh, someone talk about flesh-eating diseases uh, in a person's private part. You know, that comes in through sin, venereal disease. You get get involved in, in sexual sin, venereal disease, syphilis, gonorrhea, all these things herpes, crabs, all of these things that you can get, is, is uh, your folly is discipline in you. Uh, understanding means you're, to be a- you're able to separate mentally or distinguish, um, to comprehend, to attend, to consider, to be cunning, to have um, intelligence, to know, uh, to look well, to perceive, to be prudent to be skilled, to teach, to deal wisely, with, um, which depends upon the power of discerning. And discernment in the church today is lacking because people are running after all kinds of things that's not even scriptural. And let me just tell you, if you don't know the word of God, you're going to be deceived. In fact, 2 Thessalonians, I believe it's 2 Thessalonians, says that if you don't love the truth, you'll be sent a strong delusion so that you cannot believe and be saved. And and for those of you who are listening, if you don't have a love of the truth, ask God to give it to you. It is a gift. I'm so thankful that God gave me that gift. When I got saved 56 years ago, I've had a love and want for the truth, and I can't get enough of the truth. And so ask God to give it to you. It's a gift. Um, the, The elements of discernment and discretion and understanding is lacking for the most part in the body of Christ. A big percentage of what calls itself Christians today are asleep and spiritually drunk. And here are just a few reasons why we need understanding. We need understanding to produce the fruit necessary to salvation. Um, It says in John 15, bear fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Uh, In Matthew 4, I'm sorry, in Matthew um, 13, Luke 8, in Mark chapter 4, it, it gives you um, it, the parables. I mean, all of these are the same stories. read in just a little bit different way, but they mean the same thing. <clears throat> and all of us are, are one of these types of soil. It goes on to say in, in uh, Mark 4, it says that that uh, some seed, the sower goes out to sow the seed, and the seed is the word of God, and it explains it. And some seed fall beside the road. And uh, further on in that chapter, uh, Jesus is instructing disciples that the birds come and steal the word, which is, and he explains that that's the demons steal the word. And that's a picture of a person that hears the word. Man, I don't believe that. Yeah, but, you know, you hear this when you try to give truth to some people. And this is a picture that don't really believe the word, so the birds come and get it. The second type of soil is the soil that that is sown among the, the thorns. And it receives the seed, says the worries, the cares, the pleasures, uh, the desire for riches and other things just choke out the word so it can't produce fruit. So soil one, soil two, uh, soil two believes in the word, believes believes in Jesus, but so do the demons and so does the devil. And so it's a picture of a person who uh, believes, who receives Jesus, receives the word of God, but because uh the, the, of the desires and the pleasures of other things choke out the word so it doesn't produce fruit, and John fifteen says, "If we don't produce fruit, we're cut off as a branch and thrown in the fire, totally rejected. The third type of soil is a picture of a person that says it receives the, it receives the seed with joy. In other words, you don't want to go to heaven. Yeah, I received Jesus, I don't want to go to uh, but I don't want to go to hell. And so I think I said that wrong. <laughs> he, he he receives the seed with joy because he don't want to go to hell. And, but it, it goes on to say, but as he walks along, he realizes that he has to crucify his flesh. He has to die to his flesh. He has to choose God over himself. And it says the word persecutes him. So he uh, falls away. And if you've ever planted anything on hard ground, um, I, I live on 116 acres, and I've I have I have planted pounds of of, of wildflower seeds, just thrown them out, and um, and then only f- to find out that some of them are growing along the interstate. And my grandkids used to get so they thought it was so funny. I'd be driving down the road, and I said, "Those are my flowers," because I'd see blue delphiniums growing on I-20. Well, you know that they don't grow wild. Anyway, the birds take it and dump the seed someplace else for it in soil that is more productive. But anyway, just throwing the throwing these wildflower seeds out on the hard ground, uh, the birds come and steal it. Um, but it says that, that this person that receives the word on a on a stony gr ground on hard ground, the, the the circumstances of life represents the sun comes and scorches the seed. If you plant seed on a hard ground, it might come up, but if you don't be there to water it, it'll be drooping and if you don't, if you go out and dig around it, soften the dirt and water it, it's fine. But if you't on the day you don't go out and water it, it's because of the sun, which represents the circumstances of life, it, it scorches it and so it falls away. So soil number three doesn't get saved. But then soil number four talks about it's that good sandy loam that you plant the seed in it, and it, and it will produce 30, 60, and 100 soles. I used to live in a little town in South Texas, and in the springtime, it was breathtakingly beautiful. There'd be a whole fields of blue, blue bonnets, fields of flocks, fields of Indian paint, just, just the most beautiful, breathtakingly beautiful sight you'll ever see if you've never seen the wildflowers in south Texas you need to go in the springtime and just look but anyway that soil there would grow anything I remember planting a redbud seed in my flower bed and I tell you within a year I had a redbud tree that was probably uh, four or five foot high and so soil number four represents the good sandy loam Soil of people Where that receives the seed And it says he receives it with understanding You have to have understanding to produce Fruit he receives it with Understanding and he produces Fruit 30 60 and 100 Fold And so I need uh, Understanding to produce fruit Because it says and also I want to tell you That if you understand this parable In Mark 4 Jesus said you can Understand all the parables in God's Word uh, I need understanding to be healed and delivered. Uh, John uh, 8.32 says, if you abide in my words, you're truly my disciples, and you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I need understanding for the building up of my spiritual house, mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: for the attaining of knowledge that increases power. Now, the scripture says in 1 Corinthians three nine that you're a building, you're a house, and you're a field. And so for me to build my spiritual house I had it says in Proverbs 24 by um by wisdom a house is built and by understanding it's established and by uh knowledge all the rooms are filled with precious uh riches. And so knowledge increases power. The more I know of God's word the more power I have. I need understanding um to uh Understand his word John 8.32 Understanding is the truth that sets me free I need understanding to obey the word of God Psalms 119.34 says Give me understanding that I may observe thy law And keep it with all my heart Uh, I need understanding to learn his commandments Psalms 119.73 says Thy hands made me and fashion to me Give me understanding That I may learn Thy commandments I need understanding Because I perish without it Psalms forty nine twenty says Man is all of his pomp Yet without understanding Is like the beast that perishes I need understanding To find out the roots Of my problems Proverbs 25 2 says um, It's the glory of God To conceal a matter But it's the glory of kings to search a matter out. And, of course, the Bible says as believers that we're kings and priests. And so it's the glory of God to to search a matter out. And all of us have got issues. If you don't, you will, if you live long enough. And if you don't Mm -hmm. have any, maybe you're just in denial. But I'm looking for answers to some of the things that I'm believing God to heal me for. And can I tell you, it's not found out there in the world. It's found in the word of God. Every problem you have, you might not find the disease you have in the word of God, but you'll find the symptom in the word of God. And so uh, recently, um, I have failed a few times. And because I walk really fast and I don't look up, and I, I, I mean, I look up and I don't look down. And now I'm watching my step. But I've been doing word studies on, on walk, stumble, stumble, stumbling, fall, fail, um darkness and so I've been getting a lot of deliverance just uh and you know you know you can be as repentant as you know how to be. But when you get in the mirror of God's word you see plenty of sin that you didn't even know you had. And so I've been getting major deliverance just by doing word studies. And I need I need understanding to stay on the path of wisdom and on the highway of holiness and we read that in Job Uh, 28, that no bird of prey or abaddon and death don't know the way of wisdom. And Isaiah 35 says that no lion, no fool, no unclean can walk on the highway of holiness. And it's a picture of walking in the spirit. And let me just tell you how you walk in the spirit. Jesus said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Well, what that means is in every situation, I choose God's way over my way, his plan over my plan his attitudes over my attitudes that's what it means to deny yourself um Derek Prince says it this way that um sometimes we think it's our I see what um lost my train of thought um lord bring that back if i need to remember it oh he's about dying to self he said that uh dying to self is Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh Lord, shall bring. Let me just think here, just a minute. Oh, dying to flesh. He said, "Dying to the flesh is for goodness' sake." It, oh, it's ch Any path that's that's not God's path. Is living after the flesh If you choose a path that's not God's path And I'm not saying that correctly So anyway if it comes back to my mind I'll, I'll say it um, I need the highway of I need understanding to stay sober and alert uh, Which is tied in With the lack of understanding Drunkenness is tied in with the lack of understanding The spirit of drunkenness Ephesians 5.14 says For this reason it says Awake sleeper and arise from the dead that Christ might shine upon you. Psalm thirteen three says, Consider and answer me, O Lord, my God, enlighten my eyes lest I sleep the sleep of death. How long will you lie down? in Proverbs six nine says, How long will you lie down, O sluggard? When will you arise from sleep? Romans thirteen, eleven. And this do knowing that the that the time that it is a Already the hour of of you to awaken from your sleep. For now salvation is nearer to us than we first believed. And see, if if salvation has to do with sanctification, I can tell you I'm closer to the Lord than I was when I first believed. The Bible mentions the word drunk 44 times. Drunken 5 times. Drunkenness 7 times. Be sober 7 times. Be on the alert. Keep on the alert approximately fourteen times. Sleep, drunkenness, slumber, sluggishness, spiritual nakedness are all words that are related to each other. Revelation seventeen two says, with whom the kings of the earth, speaking of the harlot, committed acts of immorality, and those who dwell on the earth were made drunk with the wine of her immorality. Revelation eighteen three says, For all the nations have drunk the wine of her. Passions, speaking of the harlot Passions of her immorality And the kings of the earth Have committed acts of immorality With her Now it's calling men and women her The harlot can be a man or a woman So it's speaking of Because of spiritual harlotry Or spiritual adultery It says an emergence of the earth have become rich by the wealth of her sensuality And I need understanding That I might live Psalms 119 one forty four says Thy testimonies are righteous forever give me understanding that i may live proverbs 10 21 says the lips of the righteous feed many but the but fools die for the lack of understanding <clears throat> i need understanding um i need to call understanding i need to see that understanding is my intimate friend it says in proverbs 7 4 say to wisdom you're my sister and the understanding you're my inner my friend, and I need understanding um i need this i need understanding because it's the kind of sport that I need to be involved in proverbs ten twenty three says doing wickedness is like a and so is wisdom to a man of understanding, so I need to make that my sport um, Understanding is better than choice silver proverbs sixteen 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 says how much better is it to get wisdom than gold and to get understanding to be chosen above silver? And understanding is a fountain of life, Proverbs sixteen twenty two. Understanding is a fountain of life to him who has it. Lord give us understanding. We ask for it in Jesus' name. We need understanding to keep us from being disciplined by our folly. Forsake our folly to then your folly, and live, and proceed in the way of understanding. I need understanding to keep me from the assembly of the dead. Proverbs 21:16 says, "A man who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead." I need understanding to keep me from ruination, and I've already recorded this scripture in Hosea 4: uh, The people without understanding are ruined. I need understanding to maintain the mind of Christ. And, Lord, I ask that even as I share this message that you will activate the mind of Christ in all of us in Jesus' name. Romans 121 says, For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart was darkened. So you can see that even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God. And this is speaking of a, of a believer. Professing to be wise, they became fools and they exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. Therefore, God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity that their bodies would be dishonored among them. for they exchanged the... And you can see the progression of degradation from just uh, exchanging the truth of God for a lie and worshiping the creature rather than the creator. You can just see how it's downhill all the way. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions. For their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And the men Uh, The same way Abandoned the natural function Of the woman and burned in their lust Their desire toward one another Men with men committing indecent acts And receiving in their due Penalty The 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 due penalty of their era And just as they did not see fit to, To acknowledge God any longer God gave them over to a depraved mind To do those things which are not Proper being filled with All unrighteousness wickedness Instead of being filled with the Holy Spirit, um, God turns them over to a depraved mind or to a spirit of, of um, a reprobate mind, which is the root of one of the roots of Alzheimer's and dementia. Being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness. Instead of being filled with the Holy Spirit, they get filled with something else: uh, unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit. Um, Malice, their gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents without understanding, and I want to uh, stress, without understanding, unworthy, unloving, unmerciful, and, and although they knew that the, the uh, they knew the ordinance of God, so these are people that know the ordinances of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death. They not only do the same thing but also give hearty approval to those who practice such things and you know this I, I thought of my son when I'm teaching this because he would uh, he would um he knew what was right he when he was fourteen years old, he knew what it was meant to die of the flesh um, because I taught him the word of God, but he always knew the sin was wrong, but he gave hearty approval to those who practice such things. But praise Jesus, he's in heaven now, and I don't have to be concerned where he's at. I need understanding to keep me from being like the Gentiles, which was a picture or a type in shadow of the lost person. Ephesians 4.18 says, Being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that's in them because of the hardness of their heart. And so how does a person lose his understanding? Um, Hosea 4 is... Harlotry, spiritual adultery, loving something more than you love Jesus, harlotry wine and new wine will take away your understanding. Um, eating at the table of demons, 1, 1 Timothy 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 1 says, In latter times, men will fall away from the faith, giving heed to doctrines of demons and seducing spirits. So eating at the table of demons. You know, you're either eating at the table of the Lord or the table of demons. Isaiah 29 says that because you give God lip service, pretender that you love Jesus. You, you receive Jesus, you believe in Jesus, and so does the devil and demons, but you just pretend obedient. And because of that, God gives you over to a spirit of sleeper, spirit of stupor, which is the opposite of understanding and wisdom. Matthew 16 Six through twelve, uh, because of the leaven of the Pharisees. First Timothy one three through uh, verse ten. Second Peter three fourteen through seventeen through false teachers, eating at the table of demons, uh, being taught incorrectly. Uh, then is not loving the truth. Second Second Th- Thessalonians two ten says, if we don't love the truth, we're sent a strong delusion, so we cannot be saved. James 1.22 says, if you're a hearer of the word and not a doer, uh, you're deceived. But it says, if you're a hearer of the word, you're like a man who sees himself in a mirror, the mirror of God's word. You see what you look like, but then you walk away from the mirror and you forget what you look like. And so that's a person that's a hearer of the word and not a doer. So the way we get understanding is by forsaking my folly, by making Jesus the Lord and master of your life. Everything that you're doing that you know you shouldn't be doing, you forsake it. Um, And the Bible says you'll proceed in the way of understanding. Proverbs one twenty three says, turn to my reproof and I'll pour out my spirit on you, God said, and you'll know my word. So that's another way you gain understanding is to turn to his reproof. By having a cool spirit, in other words, get over your anger because there's a there's an idol lurking behind your your anger. You know, when you've got anger anger, your your anger is linked to a hot wire that's connected to an idol. And going to an anger enrichment seminar is not going to help you. You've got to lay down the idol to get rid of the anger. Proverbs four twenty twenty nine says. He who is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who is quick-tempered exalts folly. Another is searching a matter out, Proverbs 25, verse 2. Glory of God to conceal a matter, the glory of kings to search a matter out. Another way you get understanding, and I love this passage in Proverbs 2, is by digging for it. Proverbs fifteen, thirty-two says, Well, I, what, I'm going I, I kind of got ahead of myself. Let me back up. Uh, you, you gain understanding by allowing God's discipline in your life. Proverbs fifteen thirty two says, "He who neglects discipline despises himself." So you see, one of the roots of self hatred is not letting God discipline you. You know, children that grow up without discipline, they hate themselves. He who who um, neglects discipline despises himself. But he who listens to reproof acquires understanding. So it's automatic. When you let God discipline, you automatically acquire understanding. And then I want to say, and you dig for it, Proverbs 2, 1 says, My son, if you will receive my words and treasure up my commandments within you, make your, make your ear attentive to wisdom. That means stretch, it, stretch out your ear to hear. Incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernment, lift your voice for understanding, so you cry out for it. If you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasures. You know, if you knew that there was gold or silver buried in your backyard, you'd be out in your backyard with a shovel. So what it's saying is that you seek it like you'd seek silver or gold. We don't do that. But our lives should be people that we should be people that seek Wisdom and understanding and discretion more than we would seek silver or gold. You know, this world's passing by, and its eternity is forever and ever. And I want to be a person that lives for eternity more than living for this world. Proverbs 2, 5 says, when, Then, after you do that, you seek it like you would seek for hidden treasure. Then you will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. It only comes from him. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. Mm -hmm. He's a shield to those who walk in integrity. And I tell you, that scripture should change your life right there. He's a shield to those who walk in integrity. When you're walking in integrity, you're on the highway of holiness. You're on the path of wisdom. No bird of prey knows. Abaddon and death says, I don't know where it is. But only God knows where it is, the highway of holiness. Um, He's a shield to those who walk in integrity. Psalms 91 says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God will abide under the shadow and protection of the Almighty. That's being on the highway of holiness. Uh, That's being on the path of wisdom. Proverbs 2.8 says, guarding the paths of justice. And he preserves the lives of his godly ones. He preserves the way of his godly ones. Then you will discern righteousness and justice and equity in every good course. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will guard you. Understanding will watch over you. And I've heard, I don't know if this is true, but it kind of makes sense, that discretion and understanding could be an angel. angel. Discretion will guard you. And understanding will watch over you. Doesn't the scripture say in Psalms 37 that the angel of the Lord guards and rescues all those who reverence the Lord? And then we gain understanding through submission to his lordship. Proverbs, I'm sorry, Psalm 32.9 says, Do not be like the horse or mule that has to have a bit and bridle in his mouth to keep him in check. I remember years ago, uh, I used to have a farm where I housed people in their recovery process, and I had a girl who had uh, come out of prostitution, and she'd been a crackhead. And she said, and she was, her mouth was restricted. She said, I feel like i got something mm-hmm. in my mouth. And the Lord reminded me of this scripture, and I led her in repentance. Uh, Lord, forgive me for being like a horse and mule um, that has to have a bit and bridle in my, in my, my mouth to keep it in check. And I let her in repentance, and she said, it's gone. And I said, I take off the bitten bridle. You know, we read things in the Word of God that we um, we really don't get. She, You couldn't see a physical bitten bridle on her, but if you were an angel or demon, you could see she had a bitten bridle in her mouth in the spirit realm. You know, when the Bible talks about being spiritually naked, you may be sitting there fully dressed, but if you are spiritually naked in the spirit realm, angels and demons see you buck naked. Uh, we need we gain understanding by having a fear of God. Psalms one eleven ten. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and a good understanding have all are all those who do His commandments. His praise endures forever, and then we gain understanding through being in His Word psalms 119 verse 130 says the understanding of thy word gives light it gives understanding to the simple from thy precepts god says i get understanding therefore i hate every evil way are you a person that hates every evil and false way are you a compromiser you know another thing the most important thing to gain an understanding I, i listed a whole bunch of things is being born again I don't mean just being somebody that believes in Jesus with your head, but has what's in your head ever got down and changed your heart? You know, those of you who've been born again, you can't explain it, but you know that you know that you know that God did a work in your heart. You're not perfect. You're still a work in progress, but you know there was a day when God gave you a new heart. And if you're listening to me and listening to this message and you have never received a new heart from Jesus, The scripture says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things pass away, and behold, all things become new. And I've said this before to those of you who've listened to me before. It's when I got saved. I got saved reading the Bible. And that starting out reading the word has given me a love for the word of God. And I remember right after I knew that God had done something in my heart to change my heart. A curse word, a curse word came out of my mouth, and I said to the Lord, "That doesn't sound like anything that should come out of a Christian's mouth." And God delivered me fifty-six years ago from speaking profanity. You know, I tell people sometimes that speak uh, evil words, what's in your heart comes out your mouth. And so when you word, when you use that s word or you use those words, is that what's down in your heart? And so. God delivered me 56 years ago from using profanity. And I used to be a person that would just curse like a sailor. I don't remember taking God's name in vain, but I said a lot of things I shouldn't have said. And when God changed my heart, he changed me. And he's been changing me ever since. And I've been walking with him 56 years. And you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to be changed again because I'm seeking God. I'm seeking wisdom. I am seeking his way, I'm seeking his answers for the things that trouble me. And and I can say tonight, you know, because of doing that, you can live in perfect peace. He will keep you in perfect peace when your mind is stayed upon him because you're trusting in him. And so those of you, if you've never, if you've, if you've received Jesus, but you've never been born again, the reason is you've not been willing to deny yourself, take up your cross and follow Jesus. Jesus said, if any man will come after me, he must first deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. So if you accepted Jesus as Savior, but you're still living the way you want to live, you need to get born again. So just submit your life to God. And so if you'll pray with me, and I'm going to lead you in repentance and uh, be repenting of anything the Lord showed you. And... um. Yield your life 100% to God in Jesus' name. So pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I will thank you for the truth that sets me free. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to forgive me for not being in your word. God, I ask you to forgive me for um, rebellion. Forgive me for not departing from evil. Forgive me for living after the world. Forgive me for living after my flesh. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for lacking discernment. Lord, I turn to your reproof. Forgive me for rejecting, uh, rejecting your discipline and hating myself. God, forgive me for running after drunkenness, running after these false revivals. God, forgive me for fear. God, forgive me for uh, letting my heart be weighted down with dissipation and drunkenness uh, and the worries of life. God, I want to be ready for your appearing. Forgive me for not loving the truth. I ask you to give me a love of the truth. <clears throat> forgive me for fear of yielding my life to you. Lord, Lord, I thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. Forgive me for giving you lip service. God, forgive me that my my uh, reverence for you is consisted of rote. Um, would you please forgive me for... Uh, compromise, which would cause you to turn me over to a spirit of sleep and a spirit of drunkenness. Forgive me for chasing after uh, revivals instead of making you Lord and Master of my life. Forgive me for not walking in the spirit. Forgive me for not having discernment, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, discretion, and prudence because of my rebellion. Forgive me for rebellion. Forgive me for being one of those who lack discernment in these days we're living in. God, I ask you to give me understanding that I might live. Forgive me for my folly, the folly you've shown me, Lord. I want to lay down my folly and forsake it that I might receive understanding. Forgive me for living in fear of of what's coming in these days we're living in. Forgive me for chasing after drunkenness. Forgive me for being a spiritual drunk, a physical drunk, a food drunk, uh, a medication drunk, a, a prescription drug drunk. I ask you to forgive me, Lord, for not producing fruit. Forgive me for being the soil that doesn't receive the Word of God, doesn't believe it. Forgive me for being the soil that's allowed the worries and the cares and the desire for other things to choke out the Word. Forgive me for being the soil... That uh, is hard And forgive me for letting the word persecute me Rather than just deny myself And take up the cross And follow you Forgive me for being that third soil And Lord I pray that you I want to break up my fellow ground I want to my, my, seek you I want to be the seed that receives The seed of your word That produces fruit thirty, sixty, and 100 fold God I ask you to uh, Forgive me for not abiding in your word so that I could truly be your disciple and I'd know the truth and the truth would set me free. Lord, forgive me for not building my spiritual house with wisdom and establishing it with understanding and filling the rooms with, all, with knowledge and all precious uh, riches. God, forgive me for um, not, obe- not obeying your word, not observing your commandments. Forgive me for not learning your commandments. God, I've been perishing. Forgive me for pride, uh, which has caused me to be like a beast that perished. Forgive me for not seeking out the root to my problems by not searching matters out. Forgive me for not departing from evil to stay on the highway of holiness. Forgive me for being what the world calls a, a carnal Christian. And, Lord, you said that that person, a carnal Christian, is a person that's just totally disobedient and lukewarm. And, Lord, you said you'll spew all lukewarm people out of your mouth. I pray you set me on fire for you. Forgive me for not being sober and alert. I just speak over each person who hears this message. Awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead that Christ might shine upon you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you to enlighten the eyes of every person who is listening to this message, lest they sleep the sleep of death. Forgive me for sluggishness. Forgive me for rebellion to your word, which opens me up to sleep and drunkenness and slumber and sluggishness and spiritual Nakedness Lord I ask you to cover my nakedness Forgive me for spiritual adultery Spiritual harlotry Committing spiritual adultery against you Lord Jesus Forgive me for following the paths of death Forgive me for not feeding many with my lips Forgive me for being a fool Forgive me for not saying to wisdom you're my sister and calling understanding your intimate friend. And, Lord, I bind a strong man over every person who's listening to this message in Jesus' name. Forgive me that righteousness has not been a sport. Understanding has not been a sport to me. Forgive me for not seeing understanding and wisdom more than choice silver. Forgive me for wandering away from understanding which would cause me to rest in the assembly of the dead. Lord, I've been being ruined for the lack of understanding. Activate the mind of Christ in me, Lord. Forgive me for exchanging the truth of God for a lie, worshiping the creature rather than the creator, which would cause you to give me over to a reprobate mind. Dementia Lord fill me with your Holy Spirit Forgive me for unrighteousness Wickedness Forgive me for greed, evil Forgive me for envy, murder Strife, deceit Malice, gossip Forgive me for slandering Hating you Being insolent, arrogant, boastful Forgive me for being an inventor of evil, trying to find some more evil to invent. Forgive me for disobedience to my parents. Forgive me to, for lacking understanding. Forgive me for being untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. And, Lord, even though I know the artists of God that those who practice such things are worthy of death, I not only do the same thing, but I give hearty approval to those who practice such things. I ask you to forgive me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Forgive me for being darkened in my understanding, excluded from the life of God because of my ignorance, Lord, of your word. Forgive me for hardness of heart. Forgive me for eating at the table of demons. Forgive me for departing from the faith, giving heed to doctrines of demons and seducing spirits. Forgive me for um, giving you lip service. Forgive me for sitting and being involved with the leaven of the teachers. Forgive me for not loving the truth. Give me a love of the truth. Forgive me for being a hearer of the word and not a doer. Lord, I turn to your reproof, and you said you'll pour your spirit out upon me, and, and uh, I would know your word. And Lord, I pray even now your glory will rest upon people. Uh, Father, I pray that your mighty Holy Spirit will move upon every life in the name of Jesus. Forgive me, Lord, for not having a cool spirit. Forgive me for being quick-tempered, exalting folly. Forgive me for idolatry. Forgive me for not searching the matter out. Forgive me for not allowing you to discipline me in my trial. Forgive me for self-hatred. Forgive me for not listening to reproof so that I can acquire understanding. Forgive me for not digging for it like I would seek for silver or gold. Forgive me for not receiving your words in the past. Forgive me for not treasuring up your commandments within me. Forgive me for not making my ear, stretching out my ear to listen, to be attentive to wisdom and inclining my heart to understanding. God, forgive me for not crying for discernment, lifting my voice for understanding. Forgive me for not seeking it as silver and searching for it as hidden treasures. Lord, so I can discern the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God. Lord, give me sound wisdom, please, Lord, in Jesus' name. Give me knowledge and understanding. Thank you that you store up sound wisdom for the upright. Let me be one of those upright people. Thank you that you guard the paths of justice and preserve the lives of your godly ones. Thank you that you're a shield to those who walk in integrity. Lord, forgive me for not walking in integrity so that discretion will guard me and understanding will watch over me. Lord, I submit to your lordship. I make you the lord and master of my life. Forgive me for being like a horse or mule that has to have a bit and bridle in his mouth to keep him in check. I ask you to remove that bit and bridle. God, forgive me for for fearing everything but you. Forgive me for not turning away from evil. Forgive me for not being in your word. Forgive me for not hungry. Lord, I ask you to give me a hunger and thirst for your word. Give me a craving for the word of God, Lord. Only you can do this miracle in my life. Forgive me for not getting precepts from your understanding in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I present my body to you as a living sacrifice. I forgive my forefathers for their lack of understanding, their lack of discernment. I forgive them for drunkenness, for stupor, for sluggishness, for being a sluggard. I forgive them for giving you lip service. Lord, everything I've confessed, I forgive my forefathers for doing the very same thing. And I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to start with Adam and Eve and let your cleansing blood flow down through my bloodline, washing away any ground Satan's had in my life through the lack of understanding, the lack of wisdom, discretion, knowledge, discernment in Jesus' name. And I break generational curses, soul tie curses, cultural curses. I break soul ties with all my forefathers. I call back my soul and human spirit from them. I send back their souls and human spirits back to them. I exchange their image for the image of Christ. In Jesus' name, I say all these things. I break off my descendants in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I yield to you. I invite you, Holy Spirit, to fill me with you, Holy Spirit. I invite you, Holy Spirit, to possess my body and drive out every demon power that has blocked my understanding. In Jesus' name. And take a deep breath and blow out. The word spirit means breath. Uh, In Jesus' name, I command you to go. Every spirit that came in through what they've confessed has to go now. All spirits of fear, doubt, unbelief, worry, anxiety, tension, stress, nervousness. All spirits of rebellion, antichrist, mind control, witchcraft. I break the power of voodoo in the name of Jesus. I break the power of adultery, fornication, pornography, perversion. I break the power of wanton spirits. I break the power of lewdness, lust, sensuality. I I break the power of unbelief and doubt, lies and lying. I break the power of homosexuality, pornography. I break the power of perversion in the name of Jesus. I break the power of depression, despair, hopelessness. I break the power of rejection, fear of man, fear of failure, fear of disapproval. Leave now in Jesus' name. I tear down these strongholds according to 2 Corinthians. 10, 4, 5, and 6, I cast down every stronghold. I, I, I cast down every imagination, every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And I take captive in Jesus' name every thought to the obedience of Christ. In Jesus' name, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Let your glory rest upon me, Lord, And each person. Lord, move upon each person with your mighty Holy Spirit. I command sickness, distress, disease, death, go now. In Jesus name praise the Lord Well if you want prayer Call 646-595-4784 And don't forget to press 1 I'll be happy to pray for you I'm just going to share a little bit about the ministry And then if no one calls in We'll be through But uh, you can go You can reach me by emailing me At jerrymcgee At sbcglobal.net That's g-e-r-i-m-c-g-h-e-e at sbcglobal.net Or you can go onto my website at jerrymcgee.com G-E-R-I-N-C-G-H-E-E ecom And um, that's my website uh, there's, there's a testimony on there called Todd's Greatest Regret That's my son's testimony uh, Made 13 days before he died of AIDS And you can see how he was transformed by God he looked like a 99-year-old Holocaust victim, but he died free of pain, which was an absolute miracle. The the lady from hospice said that homosexuals with AIDS die such a painful death that even with morphine, they have to be tied to the bed. He died drug-free with no pain, and I got morphine because I didn't want him to suffer. And the day before he died, I said, son, does anything hurt you and he said no mom and i flushed the morphine down the toilet he died with he died with in the peace of god with us singing to him and um anyway i know he's in heaven but you can you can listen to his testimony it's gone worldwide uh he made the houston chronicles two two years after he died the homosexuals um with a a homosexual act up uh Activist group in Houston called ACT UP. They showed his testimony in the the Metropolitan Gay Church in in uh, Houston, Texas. And you know, if you struggle with homosexual homosexuality, let me tell you, it's no greater sin than adultery or gluttony or overeating, because God says the wages of sin is death. All sin, and uh, but but God will deliver you. I've got friends that have come out of homosexuality. Many, many friends that have come out of homosexuality and are living in total victory because of the transforming work of the cross. And my son said that God totally took the desire for that sin out of his life. But I recommend you can, uh, on my website, you can order the book on Drunkenness, Is It a Blessing, a Curse? And where I list all the scriptures on Drunk, Drunk and Sober Alert. I recommend another little booklet to you called Clearing the Land that's gone all over the, the world since 1985. And you can actually get deliverance by going through that little repentance book. But you can order that online. There's another book called Resetting Life's Negative Reaping Patterns. You know, we all have a negative re- reaping and we all have a positive reaping. But it, the book teaches you how to change your negative reaping from negative to positive. There's a book I wrote on spiritual warfare prayers, Um, and uh, there's lots of little books you can order. There's many, many CDs you can listen to. They're free to listen to. Uh, There's probably at least 100 there you can listen to with deliverance prayers. If you'd like to give a gift to the ministry, we can use it. Uh, There's a place where you can give a gift through PayPal, and I appreciate your support. I appreciate those of you who support the ministry Um, The the ministry is a small ministry And basically I haven't taken a salary in probably 30 years But that's not why I'm in the ministry I'm in because I want to serve Jesus You know serving the Lord is kind of like a carrot on the stick You want to press on more toward God There's a saying that says One life will soon be passed But it's only what's done for Christ will last and when I'm dying, how glad I'll be if the length of my life has been burned out for thee. And that's what way I want to live my life. And I'm I, I, I fall short, but I'm pressing on for the prize. And so it's a process. And God doesn't change us all in one day. He it, it changes us from glory to glory to glory. If you'd like a meeting um, in your area, I'd be happy to come. Wherever the Lord opens the door, you can email me if i if you've got a question or if i can help you or be a blessing to you you can email me and um, uh, also the lady that uh, the lady that allows me to be on this program does it totally free of charge at her expense so you could send a gift to her for the work she does by by going to d for dorothy d churchy church with a y number 1 at hotmail.com and uh, you can send a gift through PayPal to her. Um, I'm in Duncanville, Texas, which borders Dallas, Texas, once a month, the first Saturday of the month from 8 to uh, – I'm sorry, from 10 to uh, about 12 or 1. It's at the Hilton Garden Inn's, which is on the corner of Interstate 20 and Main Street in Duncanville. Uh, Hilton Garden Ends is right on the freeway. And if you take, I believe it's 462 exit. Also, I'll be at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp on Christmas. Uh, well, not Christmas, but it'll be uh, December 27th through uh, December 31st. And uh, you, if you're interested in going to Lake Hamilton Bible Camp, uh, it's very inexpensive, but you can go to lakehamiltonbiblecamp.com and get the information and we have prayer teams that pray for people every morning, and you can get deliverance every morning, and it's a very inexpensive place to go, and I promise it's life-changing. And I, I recommend it over any place that you could go for deliverance. And um, anyway, so uh, if I can help you, just please, and if, if God's going to work in your life, I love to hear what God's done, so email me and send me a testimony. And so may the Lord, if nobody has called in, I just want to say may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Also, you can write me at post office box, Abiding Life Ministries, Jerry McGee, Abiding Life Ministries, post office box 1141, Lindale, Texas, 75771. May the Lord bless you. Thank you for listening in. Hope to, uh you'll listen again on the third Tuesday of the month.